spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. The Credit Show Podcast with Harry Jacobs starts now. I'm going to talk about a couple of things on our program today. First item on the list is charged off accounts and what that term charge off means because, you know, it seems like week after week I hear from people that say, hey, listen, I've got these accounts on my credit report and they're charged off. Why are they still on there? They can't collect on them if they're charged off. Everyone's got something, some sort of an understanding of credit and generally It's something you read on Google or you read in some forum somewhere. And it's generally always wrong, which is why I bring this up today. Because as you can imagine, sitting in my seat, I deal with people every day that think they have an understanding of how credit works. And when I hear that understanding and I know that it's wrong, I will gently correct you. Say, that's not the way that works. Here's the way this works. So the charge-off is one of the most common things. right? This is The term charge-off is an accounting treatment. The common misconception in credit from consumers' perspective is that when an item is charged off that the bank has already been paid for it. They got insurance. They got paid. They were paid back, right? And the consumer doesn't owe it. Well, who who paid them back? You didn't pay them back as a consumer. I didn't pay them back. It's false for you to believe that the bank has already been paid for it. It's an accounting treatment for their books. Charge-off doesn't mean that they have lost the right to collect on the debt. They can collect on it as long as they, they can with you know within the statutes on a written agreement, signed contract. I want to discuss a couple of different things as it relates to a charge-off that are important. Uh, the first one is when something that is collateralized, it'll generally be an installment loan, but when something is collateralized and, and it's charged off, it gets a little bit more confusing because there is a sale of that property, and then you're responsible for the difference. People always say, well, they sold it. They took the car back, and they got their money. They got their money back. Well, they didn't get what they were entitled to in the contract. Whether we think that's right or wrong, they didn't get all their fees they were counting on getting. And you signed that agreement, right? It's a contract. It's a binding agreement. Listen, I'm on your side. I'm just trying to explain it to you. I'm not trying to be argumentative. Let's say that you have a car or a boat or a motorcycle or some sort of an RV and and you didn't pay on it. You went 90 days and then someone showed up and repossessed that property. The lender's right to do that. And when they do that, they will generally contact you and tell you what the story is with it. If you don't contact them first, you'll be given an opportunity to make the payments up most of the time and go and collect your property. But if you don't do that, and you just let it go, what ends up happening is that vehicle, that collateralized piece of property, the motorcycle, the car, the you know RV, fifth wheel, whatever it is, whatever example I gave, that gets sold at auction wholesale. It's what people pay at the auction. That's why people go to the auction to buy things, because you buy them at wholesale. You don't buy them at a good place to buy things, a distressed sale, an auction. And what happens at that point is they take the money they got at the auction, and then... They take that money away from the total contract, contracted amount, 
And then they look at the fees. What did it cost to repossess the vehicle? What did it cost to store the vehicle? What did it cost to, you know, whatever it is, whatever those costs are, whatever they're legally, contractually, legally able to do. They add all those things up. They take the money away from the sale of the vehicle. And then there's what's called a deficiency balance. And that deficiency balance is what the bank or a collection agency is attempting to collect on you. The banks use collection agencies because, you know, they're lenders. They're in the they're in the business of lending money out, not trying to collect it once someone has gone delinquent. Your deficiency balance is likely a hefty balance. You paid a portion of the vehicle, whatever it is that you bought, but you didn't pay at all. They depreciate as soon as you leave the lot, by the way. all Everything does. Go buy a car, you lose... You know, a chunk of money, as soon as it's off the lot, you try to bring it back the next day. So to determine how much you realistically should pay, you got to understand what what you owe. They, they generally don't assume they're going to get paid in full once one of these repossessions have happened. Now, if they sue you, that's a different story because they can go and collect that. They get a judgment and they'll chase you around forever. Plenty of companies do that. Let me Let me caution you on something. If you get sued, do not bury your head. 90% of consumer lawsuits, this is a tr- this is a fact. 90% of consumer lawsuits that are brought on by banks and finance companies are lost by consumers because they fail to show up. These companies get what's called a default judgment. That is the equivalent of uh forfeiting. You you forfeit your right by not showing up. It's like when, you know, you were a kid and, and you, you went to a sporting event, uh, you know, your baseball game or softball game or volleyball or whatever. One team has all their players show up and the other team has only a portion of them. They can't, you know, there's not nine guys to get on the field. What do you do? You forfeit the game because they didn't show up. You do not want to forfeit because what happens is the bank or the finance company is granted what's called a default judgment when you don't show up. The creditor can then turn around. They can garnish your wages. They can levy your bank account. That's when they can climb into your bank account and take whatever they want, whatever they can get. Worse, they can haul you into court for a debtor's exam. Let's say you didn't show up for the main case. They can bring you in for a debtor's exam. And if you don't show up for that, you can be held in contempt of court. How would you like to go to jail, right, for not showing up for something? That can happen. That's not debtor's prison. It's, you know, failing to show up for a debtor's exam. They can issue a, a bench warrant for you. And at those debtor's exam, it's ugly. you got to bring bank records, tax records, employment records. They They have people that search high and low for everything they can find on you. So just pay attention to what's going on. And by the way, if you need that help, Let us know. We talk to people all the time that get sued, that have problems like this. You've been listening to The Credit Show podcast with Harry Jacobs. If you need assistance with your credit, text CREDIT to 702-778-2000. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.